0: Good questions inform, great questions transform. Ken Coleman. So the big question is, how do women over 40 like us keep weight off, have great energy, balance our hormones and our moods, feel sexy and confident and master midlife? If you're like most of us, you're not getting the answers you need and remain confused and pretty hopeless to ever feel like yourself again. As an OBGYN, I had to discover for myself the truth about what creates a rock-solid metabolism, lasting weight loss, and supercharged energy after 40 in order to lose 100 pounds and fix my fatigue. Now, I'm on a mission. This podcast is designed to share the natural tools you need for impactful results and to give you clarity on the answers to your midlife metabolism challenges. Join me for tangible natural strategies to crush the hormone imbalances you're facing and help you get unstuck from the sidelines of life. My name is Dr. Kieran Dunstan. Welcome to the Hormone Prescription Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Hormone Prescription Podcast with Dr. Kieran. Thanks so much for joining me. So grateful that you are choosing to spend your valuable time with me today. I'm going to make it worth your while. We are diving into our new feature with the Ask Dr. Kieran, which we'll be doing every month. I'll be answering your questions. If you want to submit yours, you can follow the link in the show notes to go and speak your question to me. I will try to get to all of them. And please subscribe, rate, and Review, subscribe, rate, and review. We're trying to reach a million women in 2022. And that starts with you, right? Six degrees of separation. Go through your phone and copy paste the link to the podcast and tell all the people, women in your life you love, hey, check out this podcast, thought you might like it, you don't know, it just might save her life because I've had save people's lives who showed up at this podcast before because they learned some shit that they didn't know. So don't just keep it to yourself, share it, and subscribe, rate, and review because the algorithms share this podcast more often. The more of you that subscribe, rate, and review, and tens of thousands of you download this podcast each month, and we don't got tens thousands of subscriber rate and reviews, which means a lot of you are listening and getting benefit and coming back and listening and getting benefit but you're not subscribe rate, and review. So if you could please do that, it really helps us get seen by the algorithms when people are searching for this type of information and make sure that it gets in the right hands. Thank you in advance. I love you. Thank you. All right, so let's get into the Q&A. So I started with this teaser, good questions. Inform, great questions. Transform from Ken Coleman. I want to add a caveat to that. To ask the right question is harder than to answer it from George Cantor. So Einstein is quoted as having said, if I had an hour to solve a problem, I'd spend 55 minutes thinking about the problem and five minutes thinking about solutions. The point he makes is important. Preparation has great value to problem solving and what is any task worth doing, but a problem to be solved, right? So you've got health problems, you've got health symptoms and you want answers. And that's why we added the QA. but I want to make sure that you are formulating your questions in a way that's going to give you the best answers. And I find that knowing, you know, in health in particular, we've been trained to ask very disempowering questions as women, it is not your fault. You've been trained this way since you were a kid. You've been trained to ask the question, oh, I'm sick. You've been trained to go to the doctor and ask, what drug do I need? Or what surgery do I need to fix this problem? You've been trained that the doctor is the authority on your body and your health, and that there's a pill for every ill or a surgery for every symptom. And we are dutiful when we fulfill this paradigm of health care and we go through our lives always asking that question, always believing that the doctor is the authority and the board certified American doctor on our HMO PPO for the $30 copay in our neighborhood is going to give me the pill for my L or the surgery for my symptom. And we are trained that and we do not ask empowering questions. So we don't get the solutions that we want. So what's an empowering question? Well, is the doctor really the corporate orthodox allopathic HMO PPO neighborhood doctor, really the authority on my health and my body? How about that question to start with? That's a great question that just might transform someone's health. Because if you believe that the only possibility is what you've already believed. And a belief is nothing more than a thought that you thought millions of times. And if you stay in that box and you keep believing the same thing, you are not open to possibility. A possibility is what can transform your health into something else. So, If you don't ask that transformative question, you don't get informed, you don't get transformed. So to ask the right question is harder than to answer it. So what's the right question to ask? Not which doctor should I go to on my HMO plan or in my neighborhood, but is the doctor really the authority on my health that's in my neighborhood on my HMO PPO plan? I hope you get my point. And it's not that those doctors are bad or worthless. They have lots of value for acute care. But when it comes to making midlife and beyond the best health and best time of your life so you can lose that weight and heal your autoimmune condition and all the other things we women want to do, the disempowering question is, why doesn't my doctor on my HMO in my neighborhood offer this, right? That's a disempowering question. So you get my point. So a better question isn't what drug do I need at the doctor's to fix my symptom, but a great question is what's causing the symptom and what tests do I need to uncover the root cause of this problem? Gee, I can't sleep. A disempowering question is what pill do I need to help me sleep? An empowering question is why can't I sleep? What tests do I need to uncover that? Well, I need a dried urine sex hormone test. I need salivary cortisol test. I need a functional stool test like the GI map. I need all these things that I've taught you about, right? So Formulate a great question. And that's what I want you to think about doing because a lot of the questions I people reach out to me on my Facebook and Instagram at Kieran Dunstan MD. They respond to my emails with questions. And there are a lot of disempowering questions, right? So you gotta learn how to ask a good question when it comes to your health. And I'll kind of I can even comment on some of the questions that we get and help you to craft better ones. All right. So let's dive into some of the questions that we've gotten so far. Thank you for these. So Dana Kibler asked, she said this in email. I'm loving the content. I do have a question. How often should you be checking your hormone levels? Great question, Dana. So this is empowering because one, she knows that her, you should be checking your hormone levels, even though your doctor might say, we don't do that. You should, we do do it. You just got to find one that speaks hormone. And so really, I think that all women should have it before they go through puberty when they're girls, when we're girls, we should have it. So we have a baseline. And then when we go through puberty and then in our fertile years, I think it should be standard of care to have it every year to know where you live because there can be variation. And then definitely starting in your forties, when we start having that drop between 35 and 40, annually at least and then if you need a hormone replacement or you're on hormone replacement you should have it at least twice a year now i'm not including thyroid in there some people if you have a thyroid problem you might need it more frequently especially if you're on replacement and you're trying to get it dialed in just right you might even need it every month every three months and then if you're on replacement it might be able to be checked every six months but with the sex hormones and salivary cortisol i think twice a year is good to really see where you are especially if you're on replacement so that it can be adjusted it's not one and done it's not like oh I had a hormone test in 2010 I'm good y'all no it's not like that (laughs) you've got to. it's a move it's like you can't say oh, I put gas in my car in 2010 and I'm still good right you've got to always be putting gas in your car changing the oil changing the filter doing all the things maintenance so that's a great question Dana thank you for that all right we had jerry McLennan in the stop the menopause madness facebook group which we're actually going to be changing to the hormone bliss challenge group you can join us there in facebook she says the more natural products i put in my body including natural hormones the more i find my body responds positively i do not believe we were created to use chemicals to solve any of our life-changing situations. God planned ahead for our wellness at creation. And then there was a lively discussion that ensued where Angela said under this post, I have a question, Angela Dorsey, Honia, I have a question. I began the progesterone pills this past Friday evening. I wake up with a horrible headache. Anyone else? And then Janet Morris contributed. She said she take at night at least two hours after food, and I did initially, but I get at least six hours sleep now instead of two and no headaches. Pau Lopez Perez said, I'm taking them too. And I can notice I wake up super early now, like 3.30 or 4. Elsa Alani said, I take them also, but I've never experienced headaches. So anyway, this whole conversation about progesterone and headaches came up. And then somebody else mentioned she's on T pellets and not with the progesterone and Pam mentioned, she's never had an issue. So I wanted to dive into this topic cause I think it's a common one of progesterone and headaches and taking progesterone orally. So this is a good question. And I, I think that a lot of times when we're doing certain holistic remedies, whether it's bioidentical hormones or supplements, we get ideas in our heads about causation. And there's such a thing as correlation versus causation. And this is, again, you can ask an empowering question or a disempowering question. And I find that a lot of people I work with get really dialed in on that something is a particular thing is causing a particular symptom or not. And I always try to teach women that you are the authority when it comes to your health and that we've been systematically taught not to listen to our bodies and ignore our bodies. When we have a headache and we take a Tylenol leave. we're basically telling our body shut up and stop talking to me about what's wrong, which we would never do to a small child. And we don't want to do to our body either, which is really like a small child because it can't take care of itself. It depends on us. And so symptoms are its way of speaking to us and telling us when I have a headache, something's wrong in my head. I have inflammation. Pain is inflammation. I have inflammation in my head. We take a Tylenol, Motrin, Aleve, Advil, and we're saying, shut up. I don't want to hear what you have to say. So that's not an empowered question. What medication should I take when I have a headache? Okay, so we're not asking that. But why do I have a headache? Okay, more empowered. And then looking into our environment to see what is different. Well, I wasn't taking these progesterone caps. And now I'm taking them orally. And now I have a headache. So is that the problem? And that's possible. But what I find is that, particularly when I'm working with women in the midlife, metabolism, rescue, or mastery programs, or any of my programs, or one-on-one, we tend to have um, cognitive bias or selective cognitive bias in what we think is affecting us and what not. Certain things concern us more, like taking a progesterone cap, and certain things concern us less, like taking an adrenal supplement. And so even though we might've started taking an adrenal supplement at the same time as the progesterone caps, we forget about that. And we're overly focused on it's progesterone caps. So we think it's the progesterone caps. So hopefully you're getting my point. And when you're changing so many things at once, it's sometimes hard to discern and untie the threads and knots of your health as to what's causing a problem and what's not. So I recently had someone in one of my programs I was talking with her and we were talking about something similar, but a little different. And she uh, was concerned that she was having trouble sleeping because of the progesterone. That's right. So she had started taking these progesterone caps. And she said, now I can't sleep. It's the progesterone. So I stopped taking it. So I go through and I am dissecting and asking her questions. Well, what else have you done? And what else have you been doing? And we went over her test and her Dutch test. And when we were looking at it together... She said, yeah, I stopped taking that melatonin because see how high my melatonin was on the Dutch test. And I said, oh, really? So she was taking the melatonin for a long time before. She was sleeping great. And then on the Dutch test, her melatonin came back high. The level was high in the 2000s. And she never asked me about it. And because it was high, she got scared and she just stopped taking the melatonin. And around the same time, she started taking the progesterone and she decided that it was the progesterone that was stopping her from sleeping well. Well, this is why you got to ask empowered questions because more likely it was that she her, her melatonin was high because she was taking melatonin. And it's not harmful to have a high melatonin on your Dutch test. And so I wish she had asked an empowered question and asked me about it because I wouldn't I would have said continue taking it. But if you don't ask an empowered question, you can't get the correct information. So that was the example. Now, back to the head headache problem. I don't know what else is going on in these people's lives because they're just in the Facebook group and not in my program but the first thing i would say is if you think that for instance progesterone is causing you to have headaches stop taking it right that's if you think any supplements causing you to have a problem stop taking it and see what happens give it 4 days to get out of your system and see what happens if the symptom goes away it might be that it was that say progesterone causing the headache but then i want you to start back taking it after it's gone and if the symptom recurs then there's a possibility that it's contributing to. So I say three strikes, you're out. So I would do that three times. So if you start it again, the second time headaches occur, stop taking it again for four days and then try one last time. And if it happens one last time, then you can pretty safely say, yep, something with the progesterone. So that's one question. But the next thing is everybody who takes progesterone caps doesn't get headaches. So what's different about you that's going on that you're getting inflammation in your brain with progesterone caps? And by the way, I will say this is a a very rare, I've I've never even seen a discussion about this or had it. So that's why I'm bringing it up. Actually, that's not true. There, we did have an incident where a woman got one of the pharmacies Uh, substituted her bioidentical compounded prescription with a regular drug company progesterone, which is made in peanut oil, which is highly inflammatory and people have a lot of peanut sensitivities and that can trigger cytokines and inflammation and cause headaches. And that did happen to a woman who asked that question. And so we told her, get off the regular pharmacy one, the prometrium. You definitely don't want that. So back to the progesterone. Progesterone is actually uh, neuroprotective and regulatory and soothing. We actually give it to people who have had traumatic brain injury to help destabilize the neurons in the brain and protect them. So it is unlikely to be the cause of a headache. And if you are getting headaches and you're taking progesterone capsules, I would look into what other additives are in that progesterone capsule, like peanut oil if you're using the Prometrium, which comes from a regular pharmacy, not a compounded pharmacy. Or if there could be some inflammation going on in your brain already that is somehow being triggered, if there's some other imbalance present. So, what I really want you to get from this discussion is that good questions do inform. Great questions transform like Ken Coleman said. And to ask the right question is harder than to answer it. And like Einstein said, if you have an hour to solve a problem, spend 55 minutes thinking about the problem and five minutes thinking about the solution. So you've got to craft your questions to be good questions, not just what drug do I need from the doctor? What surgery do I need? But what is the cause of this? What's contributing to it? And kind of be your own detective. That's my Goal for you this year is that you go more deeply into learning how to be your own health detective, your own sleuth, and really learn how to listen powerfully to what your body is telling you. Because she's talking to you all the time and she's telling you what's wrong. You're just not listening because you don't know how to listen. And most of us have been taught to shut our bodies up with a pain medicine or other prescription. So that that symptom goes away and then we claim success. But is it really success in the long-term? And No, it's just short-term success because it shut the symptom up. But in the long-term, it's not feeding your health because that problem is still going on. Thank you guys so much for these wonderful questions and for the discussion. And I look forward to hearing your new questions that you can submit to me on my website. If you go to the link https colon forward slash forward slash bit.ly, forward slash ask Dr. Kieran, this will also be in the show notes. Then you can just record your message there and I will do my best to get through all of them. And again, if you're someone who'd like to volunteer to do an on-air consultation for free to demonstrate to others what it is like and what insight can be garnered by looking from a root cause resolution approach, please leave me that message here as well. I hope to see you in the hormone balance bliss. No, it's the hormone bliss challenge. I know I've confused you a million times. Hormone bliss challenge, hormone bliss challenge, hormone bliss I will see you there and talk to you next time. Peace, love and hormones, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. I know that incredible vitality occurs for women over 40 when we learn to speak hormone and balance these vital regulators to create the health and the life that we deserve.